is up, everyone? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. We are gonna jump into this week talking about data and how to use data from your product to make really kick-ass content. We are just dipping our toes in that, so I wanted to bring Jonathan on. He's got a lot of passion around this. We're gonna talk about things that we are looking forward to doing with our data and our platform going into Q freaking four. I can't even believe we're almost there. It's been a whole year. What a year. If you like what we're doing over here, follow, subscribe, hit all the buttons. Most importantly, tell a damn friend you're enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. We are thinking a lot about data. I know maybe not the most exciting topic for all you creative marketers out there, but I think we are gaining a lot of inspiration from brands that are using their platform data to power their content. And I think there's a really fun and exciting opportunity for us and the listener of the Modern Day Marketer podcast as well. We've got some things we're thinking about. As a matter of fact, just came off of a conversation about it with Jonathan, who's joining uh, me back again today. So we're going to just talk about it. We're going to talk about using platform data to tell stories, things we like, things that kind of catches our attention and just opportunities for us and uh, at the juice and you as well. Jonathan, data, your favorite topic. How excited are you to talk about it today? Uh, I'm excited. and I appreciate you not rolling your eyes as you ask me about data. Uh, I have a weakness. I, so my background in marketing is from the data side, which I would consider a strength of mine, uh, which quickly evolves into a weakness when I try to measure everything uh, that we do. So uh, I love data. I love digging in on it. You and I are very complimentary, I would say in that way. I think that's fair. Um, and so, uh, yeah, excited to chop it up with you and talk about data and how it relates to what we're doing at The Juice. Maybe just on the data side, it's important. Obviously, you test things, you measure it, and then you figure out where you want to double down and what you want to stop doing. Like, what's the balance on like how much is too much? And how do you, you know, we're we're small, nimble team, got to move fast. Obviously, we can get bogged down by the data, but like, what's the balance of looking at data, using it, but not kind of getting drunk on your dashboards? (laughs) <laughs> you might be asking the wrong person. Uh, you were at uh, Corey Haynes' SaaS Summit yesterday. You spoke on a panel, and I believe it was Tim from Ahrefs who was on the panel with you. And I was inspired uh, to a degree <laughs> by him literally measuring nothing and taking <laughs> yeah. great pride in the fact that they measured nothing, which is interesting. Ahrefs is obviously a brand that a lot of great brand. To. Yeah, great yeah. brand. Uh, great products, um, great solution for marketers. I'd say a lot of people kind of admire the Ahrefs brand. So that was interesting. That was a good reminder. Um, you know, there's certainly a happy medium. I think for us, the way I think about it is we know the two metrics in our business that everything we do needs to drive. And I think if you can measure how activity drives those two things, great. If you have people who have strong intuition and great gut instincts and letting them run with something that might not be as measurable as others. There's just an amount of trust that you have to have to know that ultimately it'll drive what we need it to drive. But I think just communicating across the team as often and as consistently as possible on those two metrics is the best way to align everybody, regardless of whether or not something can be put on a dashboard or not. So we think about, when I think about data, I mostly think about just like marketing ops. I think about like the dashboards, the spreadsheets, and then like informing the teams on budget allocation. 
But I think there's a, another side of data that we are beginning to see more and more of, and that is data coming from individual products and platforms, and then marketers aligning with product teams to leverage that data to tell stories with their content, which is super cool and super powerful. Before we completely jump into that topic, do you think like every software company who is doing anything has the opportunity to make that happen? Or do you think that's only exclusive to specific types of product solutions or brands? That's a great question. I'm kind of racking my brain real quick to see you know, if I could think of an example where it wouldn't make sense, I think, you know, the, the examples would be like where maybe it's a uh, FinTech or government mm-hmm. tech or some instances of health tech where like privacy or security could be a concern. But uh, I was at a, a healthcare analytics platform earlier in my career. And even that data, you know, it was a lot of, um, we were obviously weren't sharing people's personal data, but we could even look at our entire data set. And this is what our product actually did and show trends and uh, be able to predict groups of people at risk for diabetes or at risk for stroke. It was a really cool data set to be able to play with. So I would say, you know, the vast majority of software companies have this opportunity. There's probably certainly some edge cases where it doesn't make sense, but I think it at least makes sense for all companies to look inward and understand if this is an opportunity that they have and they can act on. So I think about the opportunity there and the benefits, one being inevitably you're going to break down internal silos if they exist by forcing functions to work together to not only pull data, but then tell stories with data. So like immediately I think of like product and marketing coexisting and collaborating on this. And then the other big thing I think about is just differentiation and the uniqueness of that. Like literally no one else can do that except for your product and your company. So if you say that you think, which I would agree with, most companies have the opportunity to do this. Why don't they? It's hard, I think, or it's difficult. It requires some collaboration. I think for the most part, the marketer isn't the person pulling the data and analyzing the data. And so it takes some collaboration. It takes time to do that. And honestly, like, it's just difficult, right? Like sometimes you get, you know, maybe data in your organization is just a spreadsheet, right? And you have to go in and understand and parse the trends or uh, you need to rely on somebody else to do that. And that takes time. Like it's much easier to write, you know, three reasons why I believe what I believe and you should too. That's, I think, a, a path of less resistance, than using data. That said, I would argue the trade-off and return you might get from a really high quality data-driven piece of content uh, is probably worth the trade-off. So I think it's safe to say any marketer who's driving this internally at your brands and creating content with your data will classify you as a modern day marketer because that's what you should be doing. It's hard, but it makes a difference. Why don't we talk about maybe some brands that you admire who use their platform data to power their content design and strategy? Is this, who comes out? Who's who's top of mind for you? Yeah, I think uh, one, uh, we already mentioned on this podcast, but Hrefs does a great job of sharing their data and they've even built a product now around uh, loosely like their data and how they actually monetize that for advertisers, which is really interesting. Um, but I think the the classic B2B SaaS example that probably gets thrown around most often, at least that I'm familiar with, is Gong, uh, using you know call recordings, email transcripts uh, to understand you know what words 
are trending well? Should you say, shouldn't you say? I think I've read a uh, post of theirs that said, don't use the words just just checking in, which uh, was jarring for me to read because during the fundraising process, I did a lot of just checking in. And uh, then I tried to stop using that. So, you know, it is really helpful, really actionable data that you can apply immediately, uh, which is really cool. And I think uh, they're the classic example of using their own product data as part of their marketing efforts in the B2B SaaS space. Okay. So uh, you just called out an example and then you reacted to it from the perspective of being the content consumer and how immediately when you read that, you could call, call back to moments in time where you've been doing that specifically. And then they use data to support it. And it get, makes you change your behavior. I would imagine because you knew you're guilty of that tactic that doesn't work, you're going to stop doing it from now on. So to me, that's pretty damn powerful, right? Because a lot of people think about marketing as, oh, it's fluff stuff. Yeah, it made me feel good for a second, but I forgot about the company where it came from. But you immediately called out a specific thing that probably was posted on LinkedIn, Twitter or something. So like, that seems powerful to me. Like when, when brands are doing this right, like what do you think it can do for the audience member? You mentioned changing your behavior. Is there anything else? I mean, I think it certainly builds affinity, right? Like I've received essentially free consulting from them for that, you know, as I think about, okay, what else (laughs) is out there that I uh, should be doing that I'm not doing? And then, you know, certainly as our sales team is thinking about, you know, messaging and scripts and cadences, you know, email threads or email uh, automation, like what should they be saying and not saying? It's like, well, all of a sudden it's like, man, I, I increase this appetite for wanting to know more and learn more. That is obviously good for Gong for us to potentially become customers down the road. Salesloft also does a really good job of this, um, kind of same, same type of insights um, leading to the same thing. But uh, I think it builds a lot of affinity because it's free value and then certainly builds some demand into the future. So we were just talking about before we hit record our platform data and the opportunity to use it to create content. And I think you and I got on kind of a roll, like stuff was connecting and we're like, man, this, this sounds really good. Let's start bringing in other teammates to talk about it. And it sounds really good, but we all know it's, it's going to be challenging. It's not going to be easy. Probably won't happen over time, but I think the benefits are make the endeavor worthwhile. So we have like public facing data. We talk about intent signals. We launch intent signals. But there's so many data opportunities with behaviors, things that are happening on the platform and on a regular basis. Like, how do you think about just everything that's going on with the Juice platform and just like opportunity we have to use that in a way, maybe not identical, but similar to the gongs of the world? Yeah, I believe you committed right before this podcast to delivering the <laughs> annual report in December. Um, and so everybody can look for that. December 1st, I think you said, no, I'm just kidding. Sometime in December, uh, uh, we'll be hopefully releasing some data, more information to come on that soon. But um, yeah. yeah, so how <laughs> Brett's having a stress attack. D- um, d- yeah, d- don't, don't, don't overcommit to uh, data reports for the first time in less than two months uh, with your CEO because he won't forget it. You <laughs> <laughs> will, will podcast to the world about it. Yeah. So how I think about data at the juice, you and I have talked a lot about, you know, I think we, we've, we faced a cold start problem, right? We had to gather data to be able to aggregate it and analyze it. I think to this point, we've done some cool things 
showing our members what's popular with people like them, data-driven content. And that's actually been our most popular section in our platform. So I think that that already shows that people are interested in things that are data-driven. Um, and in that regard, it's with people like them. I think we've also done things like shown the top five pieces of content for sales and marketing uh, professionals. Every week we update the top five and that's been really popular for us. So I think like for us, it's just continuing to push down that path, but we should, we should be able to and can do a lot of the same things like a gong or like an Ahrefs. We can show what are the most popular search terms, uh, you know, over some period of time. Like I would, I would bet if we looked into our search terms right now, you're probably going to see a spike in annual planning, budgeting, templates, those sorts of things. I, I bet if you would have looked, you know, maybe when the economy was better, people looking for advertising uh, content, you know, how to best spend advertising dollars. Uh, so we'll be able to pull out a lot of that. And then I think at that persona level, it'll be really cool too. You know, what is a product marketer at a company whose size is 200 employees to 500 employees? What are they searching for? What are they engaging with? What format are they engaging with most often? What are they not engaging with? And we can put that in the hands of the customers of our platform and help them formulate their content strategy into the future. I love it. I think so much of what I see online from a hot take perspective on our favorite lovable channels like Twitter and LinkedIn are always takes about this, this is what you need to or should do with content and here's why. And then when you read through those posts from the influencers of the B2B world, typically there's not any um, sources or data to back it up. Well, maybe this is an opportunity where we can say, well, actually, like we have data to help tell this story. So I think like if we can get ourselves in a position where we're not just, you know, blowing smoke into the air, but we can actually have some substance behind what's happening with you know, members, member behavior, content, and package that up in a way that's easily digestible to the audience, then that could be a value piece. And for me as the marketer, that's a huge brand building and uh, opportunity to differentiate from other platforms in the space. I think you gain equity to have hot takes and have opinions when it's rooted in a foundation of truth and data, right? Like I think if Gong uh, were to spew a hot take or an opinion or something that wasn't backed by data, I would now buy into it much more than I would if they hadn't done everything with the data previously. And I think probably a lot of people get that backwards. I agree. So this is a little sneak preview. Here's some things we're thinking about in work that is um, going to be happening on our side. Stay tuned, more to come, but more data and more content. We're going to fuse those things together. Jonathan, thanks for like, helping kind of share a little sneak preview. This is like the audio version of a a trailer to the work that we're going to be doing um, committed fully uh, going into next quarter. Yeah. I'm interested to see if you actually release this podcast now, but (laughs) always fun talking data more to come from the juice. If, if any of our listeners are interested in seeing specific data points or have ideas of things they'd like to see around their content, reach out to us. Uh, like we just shared, we're in the early stages of formulating some of this. So uh, there's a lot of different ways we can slice and dice our data. And if you're interested in seeing how we do that, uh, we'd be happy to share it with you. Awesome. Thanks everyone for listening. Jonathan, talk to you soon. Thanks, Brett. 
I am really excited to give further exposure to some of the data that the Juice platform is bringing around content consumption, trends. There is what people are searching for. There's so much powerful data in our platform and we are just getting ready to start telling stories around it. Stay tuned. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We got an episode coming at you. John Benini, some good content on Friday. We're talking content distribution. Go figure. Check it out.